This is the 451. I'm Summer Brennan. I'm Jesse Hirsch. And I'm Jonathan Mann. And we are a podcast for the resistance. Yeah, you were saying, Summer, like, what ha- What are we? Who, who are we? <laughs> what are we? <laughs> what? Who- are we, what, what is, what this? is this podcast? What is the purpose, and why are we here? Well, or just like, how can we sort of? How can we serve you? Like, it's great to meet up and meet up, meet up <laughs> on the interwebs and chat about stuff. But um, no, like you know, we're not we're not a news show. We can't, we don't have the capacity to be super timely all the time, and especially with the situation. You know, it's summertime. Jesse and I are both traveling for work. It seems here and there. And Jonathan, you are a new father. Mm-hmm. And a new second time father, and there's just a lot going on, and so we can't always, you know, record and then put the episode out the next day. Yeah, and then, yeah. and then I also think, like, I also think, you know, to a certain extent, in terms of like having, not that we couldn't have, you know, smart erudite things to say about the news, but like, there are so many places for people to get, you know, the emergency pod, like. What are you talking about? We have the best takes on every. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, exactly. Like, like there's so many places to get that. Yeah, it's like if we have something valuable to bring, like what what is that? Well, like listen to Anderson Cooper if you want to know like what ha- like happens. Does he have a podcast? He should have a podcast. You know, I don't know. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, like for instance, like Brian Lair. You know, uh, Brian Lair. He's a WNYC guy. Um, right. You know, all during June, he's doing like a. Like every day he's doing it because his show is daily and you can get it as a podcast. And every day he's doing like a Trump Russia investigation update. Like he's just doing that, you know. Let's link to that because that sounds really interesting and and useful for people. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. It's super useful and he he always gets great great guests. And I just feel like you know there's so many more qualified. You know, not that Summer, you are the most qualified of us, and so I'm not trying to say that you're not, but like. There's, there are people who have those qualifications <laughs> and for whom this is their full-time job um, yes. to... So anyway. We're... Did, did you, did you see someone tweeted at us uh, last week saying, asking if we were going to be doing a special episode on Kofif? Kofife? Oh, oh, whenever, uh, I, don't know, that, I, I don't know how to say it. Um, oh. No, I did not see that. Shoot, I haven't been on Twitter so much. Um, yeah, can I say, I, hate, I, I hated that. I hated really? that. Like, it's so funny because... I am generally pretty plugged into, you know, internet culture and things like, like I, I very much live, yeah, live my life on online, but I, I felt the same way about that, that I felt about the dress back when the dress happened. Okay. uh, I was just like, ugh, I I just, I don't like this one. Like for some reason it just rubbed me the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Um, both that and, and the dress one, um, at least the dress one wasn't like. Political. At least the president yeah, wasn't wearing. Yeah, no, I was actually, about that's the dress fine. One you know what? Ago. I wish the president was wearing the dress. Like, I, know, I wish we had know, a president it's... wearing the dress. <laughs> um, so I was listening yeah. to a different podcast the other night, and somebody said President Clinton. And for a second, like, I forgot about Bill, and I was like, President Clinton. <laughs> I was like, oh right, that her husband was president. I yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, the dress, the thing. You know, um, I haven't been on social media as much because I'm trying to be responsible for the things that I'm doing, finishing this book. And um, and so I sort of missed the initial Kofefe or however yeah. you pronounce it. I'd be sad <laughs> if it's not pronounced Kofefe. I like the way, I like the way that you're pronouncing Kofefe. it. I think that's really nice. Kofefe. 
It's I a, don't know it's, how to pronounce it. It's the best it. way to pronounce it. I don't know who else has pronounced me a long time. Uh, wait, okay. <laughs> it's because I'm going on my way to France. Um, but I missed the initial thing. And then the next day, I think like somebody mentioned it in an email. And I was like, what the hell is that? And like, <laughs> I just saw I'm like Googling, what is a COVID? Like, because I had no idea. And then I was like, okay, that's pretty absurd. And it struck me. Here we are. We're like, let's not be super news timely. And now we're going to, like, a week after it happened, talk about, like, <laughs> Listen, so, that's, I think that's actually on, that's on brand for us now. <laughs> our new our new plan is we're going to find last week's news and talk about it this week and bring it to you next week. There so it's going to be, like, <laughs> it's like. That's so true. Jonathan, did this one bother you in particular because it kind of was happening at the same time that we were finding out about the Paris deal? <laughs> Oh, right. A little bit. It wasn't just that. It was just like it was just like um, there's something about these things when they happen so. Uh, maybe I think it's it's it has to do with it happening so quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's this thing that just kind of because a lot of these things kind of have a lifespan and they kind of grow slowly and reach this peak and then kind of and then kind of you know come out right mm-hmm. uh but there's something about these like all internet consuming ones that happen all at once and then go away. I, I don't know what it is. It, it You know, because I'm of the mind, and we've talked about this before, you can pay attention to the climate thing and, you know, be laughing about Covefe or whatever. We're, you know, um, uh, it is I, I funny. Don't know. It is funny. It is. Yeah, I, I actually don't think I've said it out loud before this, Covefe. Covefe. It's so absurd. Like, it's just the most absurd thing. It is the most absurd thing. Yeah. It, no, I, I understand what you're saying, and I think... Um, honestly, I look for, I hope that I am alive in like 30 years to read the, what people are writing about the internet now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Like, Those I hope that so we have that, that society. I yeah. hope that, that everything's set up for that. But yes. because I, I think it's, um, like, I, I can't wait for the, you know, the brilliant, like, treatises on this period of online interaction, you know, 20, 30 years from now. Because I think it because is fascinating you, and weird. Totally. And I mean, the thing is, the thing to remember is like, we are still, it's, it, you know, because time feels so weird, but we are still very much in early internet, right? Oh, like, of course. Yeah. Like, you know, we think of, oh, the internet's been around for, you know, 20 years now or whatever, like, like. Barely. Yeah. Y- yeah. But, but we're still very, so it's, you know, 30 years from now, 40, 50 years from now, there'll be these amazing, you're right, these amazing histories on you know, early internet culture and like there'll be a whole chapter on Covefe and like <laughs> well, the, the dress. I don't know about that, but no, but I mean like just there's, I mean, there's so much that's fascinating, but this whole thing, wait, I, who am I quoting on this? I don't, oh, so I'm, I'm about to reference Rebecca Solnit like twice, but um, in her, boom. yay, um, hi Rebecca, um, in her book Wanderlust, um, and this was like in 2000, so it was way before, you know, the, the, social media and everything way before, but before our current moment anyway. Um, And she's talking about, like, she thinks that the mind moves at about the pace of walking, you know? So she's like, I think, and this is a little abstract maybe, but it's like that, you know, the thought moves at around, like, three miles an hour, which is, like, the basic walking pace. And that... Makes sense. Right. And that basically that just we have sped up society, like, faster than the speed of thought. So we are doing lots of things thoughtlessly. And I thought it was just kind of an interesting interesting idea and i've heard other where that uh, uh, sorry i speak english really i do um <laughs> other where is a good word other where <laughs> other where um i've heard elsewhere people express the idea that you know we we're not like we 
our electronic modes of communication are adapting faster than we can. They're changing yeah. faster than we can adapt to them, like yeah. mentally and emotionally. And so we kind of like overload and. Um, oh, I buy that. I, yeah, I but every single second, day. And, Rebecca, and I mean, that's yeah. only increased and seems. Yeah. 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 And my second Rebecca Solnit reference was in her other book, River of Shadows. Not like I'm fangirling on her or anything, but um, <laughs> in River of Shadows, she talks about like um, when the train, when trains came and people were just like amazed by that you can move so fast. Like, is your skin going to fall off your face? Like, right. it's this huge, like these huge technological changes that sort of become normal, but we forget how huge they were. And anyway, we're, I, you know, we are in the middle of this huge shift in how our communication and information functions and it's not going that well. <laughs> no, it makes, yeah. it makes you wonder. I mean, when you say that thing about the train, it, it makes you wonder if, if, you know, that's the same people who are writing those histories about the early internet in 30, 40 years, or, mm. you know, let's say even a hundred years. I mean, I'd like, love to hear those. I just probably, I probably miss them. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll look at our react, our, the way that we're reacting to life now and how we're like, you know, Oh my God, it's coming at me so fast. Is it, you know, the internet feels like it's melting my face, you know, and we'll feel about the, about that the way that we feel about the people who are like, you know, I wasn't quaint that they thought trains were fast and like trains are just a part of our lives. And right. they were like going 40 miles an hour. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, and, but who knows? Um, Although on the other hand, maybe they'll write about our usage of the way we use media and the internet, the way we, we write about like children's cough syrup that had cocaine in it. I mean, from like 1900 or whatever, like there's uh, another yeah. idea that so maybe they'll be like, wow. right now? Yeah. Yeah. Well, or they might say, "Oh my God!" Like you know, they could do this, believe? but should they? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like I can't believe that they. I mean, honestly, you can already feel that way about like Facebook from 2008 when maybe people. I guess people still do this, but where you would like go out. I don't know. I just remember people would like go out for a night on the town of New York and then post like 50 pictures mm-hmm, from the right. night, and like everybody was tagged, and there was this whole like social drama of. The photo tagging. So, I mean, even, you know, five years, seven, eight, whatever it's been since, <laughs> like, how long was 2008 ago? Surely only five years ago. Um, but how much has already changed, like, what seems normal. So, anyway, this is a bit tangential. Kofefe, but it was annoying. And this is, I'm currently in my first uh, week off from Twitter since the election. I, I, get, oh. I gave it a shot, and it's feeling. Re- oh wow! It feels really good. I have to say, does it? Yeah, for a, for a while it does. Um, I mean, I, I'm yeah. sure that I'm, I'm going to start to feel antsy. You know, maybe in a week or two, or when people are talking about things that I don't understand. But um, for a little bit of a breather, it feels really good. I like yeah. it a lot. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's really interesting. What what else are you finding about your? <laughs> Sometimes about it, your I mean, it's, it's really cliched. It's really cliched, you know, like, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to walk outside and it's just got a different feeling. I don't have that, like, that little, like, woodpecker on the top of your head that's just like, tap, 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 what's going on? You know, like, you're missing something. Right. Take out my phone, even if I'm at a coffee shop trying to relax. Um, it's nice. Did you miss Covefe? No, no, no. I was on Covefe. I think it was, like, shortly after okay. that that I was like, oh, okay. F all this. <laughs> you're like, Covefe, this is enough. F all this. Yeah. Um, I did, Summer, I liked the, the tweet thread that you did. That was actually my sign-off uh, when you were just talking about how we all are kind of on different um, 
different timelines on like so, oh, yeah. sometimes we, yeah, it's so important to remember yeah sometimes we can get annoyed with people for being like frivolous you know why like why are you yeah. talking about this delicious dinner that you had or why are you making a silly joke um you know when the world is burning but that's you know that same person may have spent the last week just like mired in the muck and they just needed a breath a breath of fresh air yeah i thought that was just and it, it kind of comes with like kind of what you're talking about, about being annoyed. Like, why is the why is the common internet moment focusing on this thing when there's something more important happening or, or uh, you know, you brought, like, the dress or whatever. Like, the, are these... there? Even though one can focus on multiple things at a time, <laughs> clearly there are... Like, yeah. clearly there are main main themes that, like, rise to sort of prominence for, for their... for a day or several days or a week that are, like, the big thing that people are talking about. And... You know, so it is it is hard to not be like, oh, everyone in my feed is talking about this. And then it's like everyone's doing this, but they're but they're not really. And yeah, we're all having like different. But and I say I I remember the first month, like back in November, feeling very much like the Internet's policeman. You know, I would see someone tweet about something (laughs) that didn't feel like appropriate (laughs) to me. You know, and and I want to be like, how could you possibly? (laughs) How could you possibly? You have a lot of nerve. You're as bad as Trump himself tweeting that way. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I I felt the same way. I was just like, people were like, feel better. Here's a kitten. And I'm like, ugh, like, take your kitten out of my I'll face. Like, I was kitten. so mad. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, I just was like, this is serious business. It was just, and that's the problem is because like, it, it's, it's, that's what's so strange and dangerous about social media is that it's so personal because we're usually looking, I mean, yes, we're looking at it maybe in line at the grocery store, but also often like, you know, in our pajamas and bed before we go to sleep or you know, it's it's part of our like private personal life emotionally in a lot of ways. Yeah. But but so it feels per- like I was just talking about how old older people sometimes feel like like they act as if my Facebook posts are directed at them. But I'm totally guilty of that. Like with Twitter, like somebody like they're somebody's cat picture after the election. And I'm like, how dare you send that cat picture when I'm sitting here feeling so upset about? <laughs> but you know about my needs. <laughs> Right, exactly. I, and it's like, I feel oh, like right. I feel like I've felt that in real life sometimes, occasionally, where like if I'm really full or something and I don't want to eat, and like the person the person I'm with is like is like stuffing their faces, they're really hungry. I'm like, how can you eat? How can you eat right now? I'm so full. You know what right. I mean? Like, and uh, I, I I definitely feel like that is a, that is like the experience of being on Twitter a lot of the times. Like, how can you feel this way? I am feeling this way now, and there's <laughs> other things that are happening. That's how can really you feel point. the way you're feeling? You know, maybe that's yeah, the experience of being a human, yeah. right? Maybe so. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're all these little, we're all just worlds in our head, right? That we just we just exist in these worlds, and it's can be shocking to see that other people are existing in their worlds. <laughs> it is odd, though. I think that, I mean, obviously Twitter and Facebook, at least for me, function very, very differently. From each and, other? Yeah, yeah, I mean, how I use them and and what the experience is like. I mean, my Facebook, like, I, I don't have it so people can follow me. Like, I know there are people, writers especially, who use it as a platform and post long posts and, yeah. um, you know, and... <laughs> no, and it's great. And, I mean, there are plenty of people that... Way more people use Facebook than Twitter, you know. Um, but I don't do it, yeah, and I don't right. have it, so you can follow me. And it's it's for the most part, you know, just like a few hundred people that I actually know or sort of know or whatever. Um, I had a point, but um, oh, but they function differently. And, they function way differently. Yeah. Yeah, and what was my point? Oh my god. Well, I'll pick it up. Like, Thanks. like, <laughs> like you know, um, you know, just say for instance, uh, a terror attack happens or something, and you know, a brand will have a scheduled tweet, right? And and um, 
And it'll seem really insensitive if someone is tweeting about something other than what everybody is talking about on Twitter because it's so current, it's so now, it's so. But Facebook sort of ha- Facebook is a little bit slower, right? So if if yeah. if there's a terror attack happening, you sort of don't go on Facebook expecting that everybody's going to be talking. Some people are, but like you know that it's kind of a slower thing, and you might be seeing things out of order, and you might be seeing right. you know. Uh, and so it doesn't feel quite as like as as much of a a slap in the face to the to, to you know to the current moment to the current thing. Yeah, it's different. Like somebody, there could be somebody's post at the top of your timeline that's like, "Should I buy these shoes? Yes or no?" Right, and right. you're like, "But well, you know," and then it's like you know from nine hours ago, and you're like, "Okay," like, or exactly, they don't yeah. they don't even know. But yeah, it's it's like different kinds of resentment because. I mean, it's like in real life, I don't know, it's just strange that this is our way of kind of announcing things and communicating things. And it's like in real life, if I was going to go around and tell people like good news from my life, <laughs> you know, right. like, which is what Facebook is, right? Um, right? You know, like I would be usually either it's in a more like reserved way, even an email, which someone can like open at their leisure or whatever, or more personal, but like in the olden, olden days, like you'd see someone's face and if they look really distraught, you're going to be like, how are you doing before yeah. you're like, guess what? <laughs> right. You know, I just won right. the lottery. You're like, whatever. That's a really so, good this, point. so I think there's this weird kind of, even if it's like subconscious resentment, like if things are frustrating. And of course, I mean, people have already talked about, you know, how it's all people just kind of usually share what's good about their lives. And so you get this idea that everyone else is doing great and, and you're not. But, but it's sort of, it, I don't know, it can make you feel sort of resentful when the person you haven't seen in 10 years, but you, you know, you'd hang out with maybe sure if you're in the same city. And you're like, oh, they got another promotion. Like, what am I going to get? Yeah. You know, or like, whatever. you're not not happy for them, but you're just kind of like, like, it feels insensitive, even though that's totally illogical, because you're like, don't you know that I just like lost this contract today or, or whatever is yeah. going on in your own life. Anyway, social media, it's weird. I wanted to just offer a little update. Uh, oh, for, oh, you know, today we're recording on Tuesday, June 6th. Hopefully we'll get this out um, this week, but... Um, we are today is the New Jersey uh, oh, governor primary, oh, wow. so that's happening. Ah. So we'll see who who uh, comes out I was on top for your there. Guy. Not uh, great, although you know they don't haven't done any polling, um, hmm. and so it's hard to sort of know um, what's going to happen. So we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. Um, but I, I did just want to bring everyone's attention to. Um, a bit of potentially good news, which is um, even though there have been some high-profile um, Democratic losses in the special elections, Montana mm-hmm. comes to mind. Um, uh, there's this article on 538 that we will uh, that we will link to that points out that basically things have been swinging really far Definitely. to the left. Um, Mr. Uh, Knockout the Reporter Guy, whatever his name was, Gia, oh Gia, Gia, Gia Forte, whatever Gia his name was, um, Gia, Gia He, you know, he won, uh-huh. but 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 Trump won that district by way more than totally, he won. Yeah. Like it was, it was mm. close. And um, there's this 538 article that just shows you um, the swing. To the left, you know, for instance, like what, like what's one of these? Like, um, uh, what's a good example? I mean, you could look at it. They've they've all swung. Like South, the first first one is South Carolina House District eighty four. Um, the Dem lean in last two presidential election presidential elections was negative thirty five, 
And in the special election, it was negative 20. And that's a pickup of like 14 point swing. And it, has not, it hasn't been that long. Um, I mean. Right. So so the idea being that even if we're losing these, you know, these really hardcore right leaning districts, it bodes well mm-hmm. for swing districts. You know, mm-hmm. the, the districts where it's more likely that we can pick up some seats um, it bodes well for those districts, and so that's that's kind of a, a bit of a bright spot. I agree. Um, I mean, I feel, I feel optimistic, even even in those very dedicated red districts. The fact that it's moved this far this quickly means, I mean, <laughs> the progression is only going one way. It, it seems like maybe by twenty eighteen, even those districts might be vulnerable. Right. I mean, that would be maybe, maybe. amazing. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, and and that you know, it's just keeping that pressure up, and and uh, hopefully, I mean, I think a lot of it is just Donald Trump himself. I think he's he, you know, in a lot of ways, he's just so awful that uh, I think he sort of has this effect. Yeah, the um, Georgia sixth is on the is on June twentieth. Yes, election for for John Ossoff. Um, yep. And I got an email from Swing Left like last week about, you know, what are are you going to help about this? What's your, you know, what are your plans? <laughs> What's your plan? so, what are your plans? So, um, <laughs> Alyssa Milano know. is going to be driving people um, to the polls. There, there you, you go. go. Um, by jinx. Um, by last week, apparently, I mean yesterday was when I actually got this email. Good job. That's how my life is right now. Um, <laughs> last week, i.e., twenty hours ago. Um, but it was it was great. Um, Swing Left, which who I really like. Um. They and you could like you know click and join a party near you to, that's going to do like calling for him or different things to support. So don't have to be in Georgia. So that's we should have the episode up by the twentieth. <laughs> so we can hopefully but, right. Uh, but there's there's stuff to do. I think now is like a great time for people to sort of. I love speaking of people being on their own schedule. Um, for me, it's a great time to kind of refocus because I was like very intensely involved in stuff and then I sort of stepped back a bit you know, to get to deal with life stuff. And I just couldn't be doing the news thing 24 seven all the time. Um, and so maybe there are other people that have followed that trajectory too. And so I'm kind of in a, like a refocusing reassessing mm-hmm. period of like, okay, so how, how can I help? And what how are you, how are you ingesting your yeah. news now, Summer? Where do you get it? I read the New York times. Yeah, I pretty much read the Washington post. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I read, I read articles. So basically I'm not on Twitter too much. Um, and it's for, for me, I find it hard to just, pop in here and there like Facebook. I can check Facebook for five minutes and there's articles that are sort of at the top and be like, Oh, I, I'd missed that New Yorker piece or whatever. Um, and you can do that to Twitter for Twitter to a degree, but the people I follow, it tends to be like kind of an ongoing conversation. So it's harder to just keep going in and out, but yeah, the times and you know, the, the other, the other stuff I get their, their evening briefings. So sometimes when I don't really have time to read the news, I at least just scan through that to see what's the latest, um, Major news. There's another bit of good news, which is that the Supreme Court, I'm reading now from the New York Times, the Supreme Court dealt North Carolina set back on Monday in voting rights case for the third time in, th- in recent weeks, affirming a decision that struck down many state state legislative districts for relying too heavily on race. I thought that, I thought that already happened. Like uh, that. And I guess it happened again. <laughs> It says, it says the third. It says it happened for the third time. I mean, so it's weird. A, um, and they also ordered a lower court to reconsider whether racial gerrymandering in North Carolina required a special election this year. Okay. So, so a lower court has to decide whether I. I think what this means. I'm having a little trouble, but I think what it means is that 
they may have special elections with like redrawn districts. That would be yeah. amazing. Is that, that, true? Sense? Is that true? I don't know. But but if that's if that's what it seems like with what what this is saying, I could totally be wrong about that. Mm. There was someone uh, who won a a Republican district. Her name is uh, Pellegrino. Christine Pellegrino won the New York State Assembly District okay. Eight, um, and okay. she was a Bernie delegate, and um, it was an upset because it was a, a generally uh, right leaning. Um, district and she managed to uh, to to pull out a win. So so that that is a a, a, a notch in the belt for for the left, which is good. Yeah. And yeah, there's still tons of special elections coming up. Again, you know, you can always look at flippable.org/slash/upcoming-elections. And um, yeah, John yeah. Ossoff. And that same day, there's another U.S. House district, um, Archie Parnell in South Carolina. Um, all of these count. Yeah. Matter. But it's important. I mean, that's a good thing to do that, you know, really sort of any time is to just check in about those and see what, what you can do. Because I think a lot of the people, you know, like us who would come to this podcast had that feeling of, Oh no, I didn't do enough. Um, right. You know, in the in the regular election, the regular election, whatever happened <laughs> last year. Not so regular. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the speaking, irregular, the irregular general election. Yeah. Speaking of the irregular general election, <laughs> um, so just yesterday, the Intercept released this uh, this NSA report. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did yes. you guys see this? And and the contractors being sued. Do you see this? Or is in jail? Actually. Yep. She's in, is in jail. Has been arrested. Leaker, arrested. So the NSA, uh, uh, the Intercept released. A document, a report, I guess. Um, what, what, did, did you did you look at this summer? Did you have a take? Yeah, on? I mean, a little bit. I mean, um, not closely, um, but I did see. It seemed that the, most of the stuff that they're reporting on. I mean, they were very slow to um, come to the story about the Russian interference in the election. That the was, Intercept was yes. Um, their yeah. editorial yeah, stance definitely. was not on board with that story, and not only that, but some of their reporters were. Um, like extremely disparaging of the work, people that were reporting that story um, to a point that I found sort of unprofessional, actually. Um, I say with my professional <laughs> voice, on this podcast. But um, no, I mean, so yeah, I the details of what they reported. I mean, from what I saw, I don't think it didn't. I couldn't see that there was anything particularly new and major. It in was. Story. It, it was that they. It was basically that they that they hacked them. Um, to a further degree than sort of was previously understood. Sure. You know, but, it doesn't yeah. draw any conclusions about 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 whether the you know w- what they did with 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 the, the hacking, hacking of the voting machines that took place before <laughs> the irregular election. Yeah, I mean like, you know, um yes. <laughs> yeah, and and so basically it just raises it just raises more and more questions and it's like is it you know one has to ask like would anyone ever really be able to prove like if they did hack them and you know whether whether that hacking um actually affected actual results you know like it's what it, the hacking actually accomplished if anything yeah um that, you know you it's know, scary of course it's scary it's terrifying <laughs> it's terrifying and it's terrifying for future elections too right like 
No kidding. This was my, I mean, this was one of my biggest concerns. And, right. um, you know, back to our friend Sarah Kenzie, I mean, this is something that she talked about a lot and continues to talk about is the worry about integrity of elections beyond beyond gerrymandering and voter suppression, you know, that right. like, direct interference in votes. So, yeah, it's it is worrying. And there's been a lot of reportage on this before. And it's, you know, great when more publications get on board. I, I, haven't, yeah. I stopped reading The Intercept with some very rare exceptions yeah. after the way oh, they yeah. handled all that. Yeah. Um, personally. And there's sure. some great people work there. Like, that's really true. Um, and I mean, to be fair, they do do a lot of really great work about uncovering money and politics and all that kind of thing. Didn't, what do, you, what do we think about the... The fact that this is the first prosecution of a leaker. So, so then that's the <laughs> other side of the story, right? Is it? Yeah, no. This is this. Dislike this is pretty button. scary, right? Real. Yeah, I love her name, Reality <laughs> name. Lee Reality Winner. Winner. She's a great name, and she's a she's as far as I'm concerned a hero. Um, yeah. This, you know, along with the sort of firing of Comey, right? Like it's just a a straight line between. Hey, folks are um, looking at this whole Russia thing, and let's uh, let's try to do all we can to impede uh, both that investigation, but also you know letting the public know about what possibly happened. You know, mm-hmm. it's it it um, it's scary. And is this going to have a chilling effect on people on on people getting it? Yeah, I mean the way that they tracked her down was really. I mean, they were seeing who had printed off copies of this um, of the report. Yeah, so right. it, it, it just seems like it would make people very, very, very nervous about their own actions if they're being it's, scrutinized so so closely. You know, I mean, I was at a book party the other night, um, and and by the night, I mean the week ago. Um, and, you know, people were sort of asking me, like, what is going to happen? <laughs> did, did they really go over? Were they like, Summer, you have the answers. I have no idea. Summer, how's, it, how's this going to go? <laughs> tell us. <laughs> Summer, well, tell I mean, us. not, I don't <laughs> think that we really expected it, but, like, a few people were like, what's happening? What's going to happen? And I was like, I really don't know. Um, yeah. yeah, because, you know, I mean, um, I mean, I have my opinions about it, but I just, uh, like I said before, I have stopped following on a granular granular level the investigation um, impeachment possibilities. Yeah. Too many ups and downs. Because almost just emotionally, I can't invest in every thing. And like I said, since it's not my beat professionally at the moment, I don't have the bandwidth to like really dig in all the time to everything. You just kind of catch bits and pieces. And that's frustrating to not really be able to sort of like read deeply on. I mean, my, my feeling about the impeachment thing is like from everything that I understand, you know, impeachment Mm -hmm. is, is even if they were to start it today, it's like a really slow process. Right. Mm And so it's not like I saw I saw something go by in my feed that was like, you know, prediction markets and there's like betting on like what month is is Trump going to resign? What month is Trump going to, you know, be impeached? And, you know, the there's some graph that I saw. I don't even know what it was, but like some graph that I saw where it was like 15 percent of people thought it was going to be this month or whatever. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know that's just wishful thinking and mm-hmm. and uh it doesn't necessarily do you any good and i'm kind of with you summer like i you know uh, i feel like the things that if i'm not paying super close attention to it because i don't think it's like the it's it's not the most productive thing i think to pay attention to um the things that filter through are going to be the ones that are that are actually More significant. you know yeah significant like comey testifying 
uh, is going to be significant. I think, mm-hmm. you know, is like a, is like a moment, um, and things like that. But, you know, uh, there's also a lot of, uh, we've talked about this before, but there's a lot of conspiracy theorizing happening on the left. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people making totally baseless, uh, claims. Here's a question. And, yeah. What's the difference between a theory and a conspiracy theory? Does Ooh. it have to involve a conspiracy? And, like, what is that? I mean, since you're, like, is sure, sure. all theorizing about politics. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, so the- yeah, yeah. It's like, it's, it's like, cause, because I, I understand what you're asking. Like, because if, if you are make, if you are looking at a set of facts and drawing some conclusions based on those facts, are you... That, but the conclusions, you know, are not factual because you don't know for sure. But you just you see this, you know, this this well, data. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is that a theory? Or, or, and then when does that when does that fly into uh, conspiracy Is theory? It? Right. I mean, because normally when I guess I just I just wanted to parse that because I I mean when sure. it's funny because it's like you can even theorize about a conspiracy, but do, like I, I don't know I just. Because that term gets used a lot, and because there's so much like theorizing, sure. I don't know, or what's the other word like, just uh, speculation, sure. And I guess you know when it hardens into this is for sure what happened, and here is the like crazy PowerPoint presentation that I'm going to tweet in 84 parts. Like, yeah, you know that's a maybe. I don't know. It's um. That wasn't meant in anybody in particular, but I just, um, <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, no. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, it, it, but so that's, that's the kind of, that's the thing I just want to be, I want to be careful about. Sure. Sure. And that's fair. And I, you know, I, uh, maybe, may, you know, maybe I'm being too derisive when using that word. Um, and it would be, would be more, uh, appropriate to say things like, like, you know, speculation or, or wild speculation, maybe. I don't yeah. Know. Or even wild speculation. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm getting super specific about the term, but yeah, yeah, but it's important. It is important. And, but you know, it's important to get the terms right. It's also, again, it is important to like, to like, you know, just as news consumers to like be skeptical and to be, you know, who, who is saying the thing? Where, what are their sources? What are, you know, mm-hmm. how are, what are they basing their their speculation on? And, you know, based on what they're basing it on, that's how you can decide if it's wild or not. I'm just thinking, like, big picture, like, what are we supposed to be doing right now? Not just us, but, like, in general, America. Like, what's the what should we do? Like, what's the... Yeah. What are we really supposed to be question. doing right now? That's a really good question. Because it feels like... No, because it feels like we're <laughs> in... It, it's It's impossible to... It's impossible to not feel as though we are in... We are living through a giant transition mm-hmm. period like where things have been one way for a long, for for pretty much most of our lives and you know they're changing and things are going to be another way uh mm-hmm. very soon and so i ask myself that summer very often is like what am i like on on a grand scale on a big scale you know what should we be doing i don't know um, it's so hard. It's so hard to say, because because some some days some days I think to myself that it's going to be fine and that you know it's a it's a it's a big transition. We don't really know what's going to happen on the other side of it. But as long as like you know you we can hold each other up and 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 you know go through life with empathy and and try to be the best people that we can be, 
we'll be fine. And then other times I'm like, that's bullshit. That's not enough mm-hmm. at all. And and it, there needs to be like way yeah. more. Well, it's not enough for everybody to do that. I mean, there's got to be obviously people that are spearheading more concrete things and yeah and stuff. But but it is a good question for like the regular masses, you know, um, for people whose jobs aren't something specifically addressing you know one of the problems. If you're not like a human rights lawyer, lawyer or you know environmental activist or whatever, yeah, elected official, like what do you do? What do you do? I don't think we have any. No, no. I don't know. Do we? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, um, wonder who. I wonder if we could find a guest who could like, or or a series of guests that could what, that could actually what answer do we that do? question. Yeah, yeah that's like, actually like, a great idea. In like a in like a big. <laughs> no, it's like, like what do we do? A five part series. Like this exactly. is actually a really good idea. In like a in like the really grand scheme of things, like like in yeah in the in the big question of like we know we know. To me, sometimes it feels like, and I tweeted this, that it feels like we're we're heading towards this cliff, like especially like climate change. It just yeah. feels like we're like we're marching, and so it's like, what do you do? Like you as an individual, you can't do anything. You can't stop it. So like, what do you do? One of the reasons why I felt like I really needed a, a Twitter break. I mean, I'm just you know for work I kind of have to, but also just in general, is I felt like there was this like fighting in a lifeboats mm-hmm. feeling. A lot. Oh yeah. Is there a term for that? Like, I feel it's it's like a like a kind of a what's the word I want? Like a trope in TV and film right. where you know the ship is going down and we're all like arguing. About... Or just like I'm like wondering if I can talk about this without referencing a Doctor Who episode, and I'm gonna try. But um, like do it. No, Doctor Who. Bring Doctor Who. Okay, into it. sorry for people who are not like into the nerdy things. And Jesse, you're gonna be okay. Anyway, um, okay. so like this episode called Midnight, which is basically like it's a bo- it's like a bottle episode, and it's essentially like the lifeboat story. It's like a small group yeah. of people are trapped in a confined space with an unknown like danger happening mm-hmm. and it's it's a it's an amazing piece of like television writing because it's basically just like how in fear people start like turning on each other yeah that's kind yeah. of what it felt like is everybody sort of i mean maybe this was happening more at other points in time but i guess it just kind of flares up this um yeah this sort of fighting in the lifeboats feeling and you know I'm I'm in the more oppressed group. No, I'm in the more oppressed mm-hmm. group and like kind of falling into like policing like different factions or different like types of liberal groups kind of turning on each other's in different ways and again I mean, we're a, not yeah. Yeah. And that that's a trope of liberals, right? Like the even is or or of the left in general is that is that we tend to turn on each other like we tend to be like the purity a more diverse yeah. group and so yeah, I mean, we tend to be a more diverse group anyway, so so point. there's so there's there's more room, you know, for people to disagree on a variety of things. I mean, it, look at look at um, what's you know, look at England right now. Look at um, the UK right now, right? There, mm-hmm. uh, Labour has a hard time has had a hard time winning because there's these other groups that are also to the left and um they can't quite get the coalition together to to overtake the tories so um, that's interesting i don't know that i had explicitly thought about that at least lately that of course that would make sense is when you when you do have a a more um you know yeah a less homogenous group that it's it is hard you're going to have more instances for division and and stuff. And also I just and this is a you know I'm going to I'm I'm going to make some really 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 uh sort of wide generalizations here. But like, you know, in general 
uh, this sort of liberal left leaning mindset tends to, um, what do I want to say? Like tends to leave itself open to questioning more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I feel like, I feel like, you know, right leaning way of thinking tends to be more like, well, this is just, you know, like I, I know tends to be older. Right. And tends to be more set sure. in their ways. And Grand I know that party. this is, yeah. And, and so we're more open to being like, well, actually what you're saying, I'm not so yeah. sure that that's the thing that I want. And mm-hmm. so, you know, whereas, whereas on the right, they're just like, you know, yep, that's it. Uh, the, the, those are my right and left voices. <laughs> about that, and then, yep, mm-hmm. that's right. Uh, mm-hmm. Seems seems legit. Um, yeah. So yeah, that is a but but that, but I agree. Like, that is something but we, I see what you mean. Yeah, that is something we really need to overcome. You know, as someone who was such a hardcore Bernie fan, you know, I, I wanted Bernie to win more than anything, um, and then I went all in for Clinton. And I will do that no matter who the can you know, honestly, like no matter who the candidate is, even if I deeply, deeply, deeply disagree with them, uh, because the alternative is not, uh, right. cannot be, it cannot stand. But, but there's so many people for whom that's not the case for whom, you know, um, they just whatever it is, they just can't get past um, feeling like it's just not fair. Or, I also think or, it should it should whatever. be pointed out too that some some of the infighting can happen when it seems like uh, activists or voices of the left are kind of doing the same sort of uh, racial insensitivity or misogyny that the people that we're supposed to be fighting against are doing. And so then, it, then it's a, then it's a really sure. important, oh, yeah, you know totally. I mean? The, the entire concept of the, the, the Bernie bro, I think is, is very Absolutely. worth looking at and policing against. Um, but you know, it, if you only have so much bandwidth to fight, are you going to be fighting against the people in your own group or the ones that are uh, so scary? Well, that's, I mean, that's a really good point. Cause obviously, yeah, you can't just let right. those things slide. I mean, and I found myself, you know, I I kind of have stopped. That's the sad part. Like, I've stopped protesting as much, but I just felt this, like, horror right after the election. I felt, like, immediately almost it was just, like, way more white men on TV. That's totally a non-empirical, like, observation. But I just, it just felt like there was this whole, like, you know, don't. But, yeah, I mean, the white working class. And you, you ignored white men at your peril, basically. And, and there's not time for your, you know, identity politics and stuff like that was just such a horrifying thing to hear and so you're right it is it's just a question of like how do how do we meaningfully critique and improve without you know turning on each other like people (laughs) in a science fiction like doctor who maybe for instance (laughs) yeah yeah from like 2009 or whatever so good job (laughs) ah real relevant anyway um one thing about identity <laughs> politics, I think it's, it's, it's almost time to go. But I, I, I always feel this thing about about I, about identity politics and that oh phrase. You know, if we could, like, would it work to to say when we say identity politics? A lot of times when I when I hear identity politics, I kind of convert mm-hmm. it in my head to civil rights. You know, it's yeah. like it's uh, it's a phrase that we're more familiar with, and I just you know. Sometimes I think, like, branding-wise, just from a pure branding standpoint, 
it might be better to say civil rights when we're talking about identity yeah, politics. Yeah, I mean, it, it gets a little... It's tricky because it's not just legal issues. It's like, you know, it's a... It's, I mean, because civil, well, sure. I totally agree with you. It is the issue. That is the issue. But it's, it's, I think people's, where people would, I don't know, find problems with it is, it's, it's like, I, I don't know that which news anchors they put on more often is really like a civil rights issue. Right, right. Particularly, it's like representation, which like gets down to it, but isn't, it's not like it's illegal to have, you know, nine female Supreme Court justices. Right. Like, it's perfectly legal to do it. It just, it's not, not going to happen anytime soon. Right, right. Um, yeah. In general, like, I keep seeing this stupid article go around, like, you know, you need to, you need to, like, get out of the dollar now. I don't know. And I don't know if it's just, it's like, seems from Wait, a you reputable... mean somebody that's going to tell us to, like, bury gold bars? What do you <laughs> yeah, mean? Like... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Buy Bitcoin, keep money in different, no. uh, keep money in different currencies. You're getting into like survivalist mode, but maybe that's what we're supposed to do. I know. I, I tend. I, the problem is that I. T- I. I am a chick. I am a. Uh, a sky is falling kind of person anyway. So you know, <laughs> get that guy on a podcast. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> I felt this way. I felt this way. Yeah, I felt this. W- I felt this way in 2008. Right, like wh- when the when the financial th- thing was happening. I was like, you know the entire financial system is going to collapse and we're all going to be whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, and then it was averted. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we're ending this podcast. So, uh, <laughs> I'm just oh rambling God. now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Thanks to anyone that actually listened to us. <laughs> <laughs> Or people who've been and Hank. yeah, and oh, thanks God. to Hank. Let's let's give a round a round of round of applause to Hank. I don't know if clapping is really good on a podcast, but here's like my slate <laughs> clapping, jarring sound. Um, thank you so much, Hank, and for helping us in this period where Jonathan can't transitional edit phase. I get to learn how to edit. Indeed. All right, guys. Um, All right. So it's it's weird Hang out there, there, and. <laughs> I don't know. Hang in there. Figure out what you can do. Is hanging there? Is hanging there better We're than hanging. here we go? We're point. hanging with you. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe because we're like I said, we're on the ride. You know, like I really felt it's like here we go. Happen, was yeah. like we're getting you know yeah. like the roller coaster tick 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 up up to the thing. Yeah, and now we're hang just in like in this weird whatever the hell this is. So hang in there, everybody. Yeah, hang in there. Hang okay. In there. Hang this has been everybody. the 451 <laughs> podcast for the resistance. <laughs> <laughs>